It's another episode of Loosely Attached, the porch beer night on the pod. And this is by far one of the best episodes we've ever recorded, yeah. hands down. Hands down one of the best. And, you know, we, we talk about being young and how that kind of affects big purchases. Um, you know, we talk about the, the motivation behind uh, our own successes in yeah. life. And, and really, we get deep. Like, it, yeah. gets, it gets really, really deep. And I think that anybody who is at all interested in their own future can, can really benefit from this. So, uh, super excited for you guys to hear this one. But before you go into this one, it's very, very important that you follow all of the social media. Loosely Attached Pod on Instagram, on TikTok, and on Twitter. Go follow it up. Go check out. We're doing weekly promo clips. We put them out. And, uh, you know, tell a friend, man. Send, send the podcast to a friend and, you know, uh, continue, to, continue to support us, guys. You know, we felt so much love and we've seen so much of an increase in listeners. And it's, it's really all because of you guys. So thank you so much for that. Enjoy the best episode that we've ever done. We'll see you guys in there. I'm getting a beer. <laughs> Believe that. Should we just start it? Yeah. Like a... <laughs> Not a cold start, but a... <laughs> a cold open? Yep. Yeah. We're ready. We're live. Yeah, man. Let's just get it started. Porch beer episode. Welcome to another episode of Loosely Attached. We're laid back this afternoon. Laid back. What a busy day. It's been never ending yard work for free. Literally. Driving across the country. <laughs> From Mobile and back to cut, to cut so, grass and, and yeah. do lawns. And um, I, had a, I had a busy day too, man. This, this, you know, we got, a little, we got a, little, a, a little pop. Label back. No free ads. Take a guess what it is. <laughs> your mic is in your shirt. Hold up. Did it not work? I mean, you're just going to hear. Oh, shit. There we go. <laughs> what a way to start this one. Shit. I, do, I don't even know what to, I don't even know where to start with this one. I mean, you know, just a whirlwind of a week and, you know, um, we're sitting on the front porch. It's, it's porch beer season and um, I'm half afraid that someone's going to walk by on the sidewalk and just help themselves to a camera. Honestly. I mean, who knows? No, we're good. This is the safest part of town. This is, it's safe, it's safe. It's, I don't want to say safest. On the safe scale, it's probably like a six, <laughs> to be fair. It's, it's, it's up there, but. It has its own beauty and its own, its own parts, you know. Exactly. This neighborhood does have some character. Every house is like a different pastel color. I like this house, you yeah, know. It's, it's a good house. Like, it's just, you know, it's so weird how I came to this house because it was such a, it was such a rush and it was like, literally the last place that would even allow me to move in. I was looking at houses and there were so many different places that I could have gone. And they literally, like, I, I, could have, I could have afforded the rent, but they were like, oh, this kid's young and he's gonna like, 
wreck the house. See, that's so. that's a big problem too with life in general. Because I ran into the same issue when I was looking for my first apartment, like without getting a cosign or or putting down a massive deposit. Yes. people just won't do it. No, they won't. Yeah. Landlords are so cautious of young kids, which is understandable because in their shoes i wouldn't rent to a 16 year old it's a liability it's a massive liability yeah i i i do agree like i'm not saying i don't get it i get it yeah it's just annoying whenever like you know you're you're gonna handle yourself but they have no way to know if you're telling the truth or not right and you know i mean i think that you kind of got to be a judge of character too because yeah. like i was coming to the showings i remember there was this sweet house that i wanted to get and it was with um Riley and Joao from the local six and you know recurring guests by the way we we wanted to get this sweet house I mean it had a nice little backyard a shed in the back and like it was in a really really good part of the city like right near the airport and I'm telling you like five minute drive from the beach we would have been in prime shape I show up to the showing in a suit with financial records from the past two years um, you know, I had their, all their information. I had cosigns for them ready because they they didn't have two years of, of financial records being 18. Mm -hmm. You know, these are two 18-year-olds and then me, 23. And so I'm, you know, I'm going in and um, I remember pulling up to the house and seeing two girls and they looked rich. They had like YSL shoes. They, like, they were young, pretty, like super friendly. And they were like, it pissed me off so much. They were being so petty in front of me, like buttering up the landlord in front of me. And I was like, man, fuck you guys. <laughs> I was pissed, I remember. And like, um, the landlord wouldn't even talk to me. She was so enchanted by these girls. Like she loved them. And I'm, I'm like, you know, I've got to like really show out once these girls leave. So I sat, I sat and waited for those girls to leave. It took them like 45 minutes. And I walked around the house, looked it over five times. They leave and I talked to the landlord and I was like, look, you know, I really need a place to live. I am a young professional. I have a, I have a job with a steady income and I'm able to afford the rent for this place three times over, which was a lie. It was like, it was like 2,600 a month. But I was like, you know, I can afford this three times over. Like all I'm asking that you do is give me and my friends a chance. And she was like, well, you know, it's just, you know, you, you got these 18 year old kids, you know, and you're young, like you're a liability. And I was like, why wouldn't you just give us the three months? And if you don't, if you don't like how we're behaving, then just kick us out. Yeah. Like, I don't see what the point is. And, you know, they, they sent me an email kind of shortly afterwards, actually, it was like a week later and they were like, hey, you know, you really impressed us. Um, you have a bright future ahead of you, but we've decided to go with, uh, you know, a young couple who wants to move into the house for a long term. And they said, best of luck to you and your endeavors. And I, I responded back to them and I said, message read and received, thank you. Which is about as professional and, and um, disappointed as I could sound in words. I drove by that house not too long ago. It's a fucking trap house. It's <laughs> having fucking block parties every night. <laughs> they're cooking up they, meth they, in the kitchen. They're refusing to pay rent. They're using COVID as their reason, mm -hmm. so they legally can't evict them now. Right, they're stuck there. Yeah, <laughs> the baby the couple had is a crack baby. It's got it's got a, a fucking third eye, dude. Honestly, 
I mean, I'm sure that they're happy. And look, like it all happens. This is what everyone says, but it all happens for a reason. I mean, I found a cool place. And, you know, I actually like this better because of the location. It's close yeah. to what I want to do. So, you know, it's not so bad. But, you know, at the same time, I mean, this place, I mean, the rent was a little cheaper and you know the landlords were just kind of like it's like a mom and pop type thing mm -hmm. like they barely even had a contract that i signed and i just moved in and i mean i don't know like i just wonder at what point do we become old enough that people take us seriously with big investments like renting a house or, or buying a car probably I, I think it's a lot to do with like your first impression and probably like safe age Probably like 25. I have to think. 25. Yeah, but it shouldn't be. No, it, it should be. It should not be. Strictly based on your first impression. No doubt. First impression and if and your like rental history and if you have none, your proof of income. And right. That should be it. Proof of income and I mean especially with a cosign man like those yeah. kids were ready to cosign like I was just so confused by that like why why would those people not want to do that and you know I mean I don't know maybe they took the safer play I can't. I the guess only, I can't knock them. The only thing I don't like about the cosign is, like, for example, like think of a kid at your high school who was like the worst kid ever. Yeah. He could have gotten a cosign, dressed professional, and then went in there and just fucking dogged the place because he knew his mom was going to pay for it. Well, yeah, that's the whole. I mean, I don't get why cosigns are preferred. Yeah. But I guess it's a liability thing. Like, if. It, it, it doesn't really matter what happens to the house if someone who's not them is liable. Mm -hmm. You know, like they look at us and they're like, oh, you can't afford to fix this place if you fuck it up. That's the problem. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, man. I just, I think that what we're doing at this age, like being this young, but this, I mean, successful yeah, is motivated yeah it's not normal people don't expect it and so they see you like oh yeah i want this house they're like oh this person is not serious and the reality is majority of people our age would probably not be serious bro there's kids getting pumped up over like a beach party i'm pumped up because i just got a fucking chess set <laughs> I know. Fired the fuck up. Literally, um, <laughs> that is sick though. The Roman, the Bro, Roman been, sculpture that chess has set. Been my dream chess set since like sixth grade. Just like an old ancient carve, and you can see like the detail and everything. It's nasty. It's awesome. It is nasty. We were talking about this a couple days ago, like a couple podcasts back. You refuse to spend money like at the bars or. Yep. You know, on all types of, like, shit that normal kids, like, even I admittedly will spend money on, and then you'll spend money on a chess set or, like, a swimming pool only, that inflates in your living room. Only if it's a good deal. Like, yeah, I can buy a chess set, or I can get the same chess set that costs 600 bucks, go on Facebook Market, get it for 30 Right. This is a true story. True story. Real to life. It just happened. $30 for a $600 chess set. I don't know. I respect that about you, though, a whole lot. Like, your your unapologetic interest in just, you know, whatever you enjoy. And it doesn't have to really um, coincide with what anybody else yeah. is really interested in. You just do it. And, I mean, I don't know. It goes much further than that. I was, I've always been fascinated by that. I mean, we met, what, end of last year? Mm -hmm. And, you know, I don't know. I'm like, man, this kid, like... All he all he likes to do is, you know, play play pool, 
play chess and you know ride a moped around the city and yep. it was just like hell yeah i mean well before before i met you in the city it was just me doing that shit alone mm -hmm. and nobody nobody else did that well they probably did it but they didn't do it with me so yeah just did it for my own enjoyment no i get you but our, our first bonding moment is a special story like we had met our retail whatever whatever but like and we were walking it was me and you and i was showing you we were probably skipping a break or something at target yep and we were walking and then out of the corner of my eye i saw the pool table yeah and we, <laughs> and we stopped everything we were doing yeah <laughs> yeah the, the fucking portable pool table in Converts like the, in the toy section games. of walmart yeah and yeah i remember we took it back to your house <laughs> and um man we spent the whole night working on it yep Literally, we were I, like, I think we finished building it at like 6 a.m. We played a game of pool. We played a game of ping pong on it and then went our separate ways. I remember that. That was a good that, that pool table will be in my in my home till the day I die. I'm going to convert. <laughs> You're not going to get a nicer one. No, no, I'm, I'm going to get a, a better pool table. But like as far as like foosball and air hockey goes, that one's great. Well, that's yeah. the only thing like the pool table is good for now but like once i get a real pool table i'll just flip it over and i'll have air hockey and foosball yeah plus pool right <laughs> no that's um i mean that's a, a staple in the friendship that was like a turning point because you know we did we realized at that point that we lived in the same building yep. you know and we i mean we really took it from there and you know it came at a time where i really didn't know anybody in the city uh, my only friends were from our retail job i i didn't go past like a mile outside of where i lived because all i did was wake up go to work and survive afterwards mm -hmm. it was it was the worst i mean uh, my my routine at that point in my life was so toxic and you know i i look at it now and it's just completely changed, you know, like 6 a.m. gym before a full day of, you know, working my career job that I love and then getting out of work and then being able to like sit on this porch and read a book or go to the beach and relax and just watch the water. Like I could have never done that shit in my past life. That's, here. that's positive growth, man. That's like, what it is. Yeah. Just look back and see like just how far you've come. Mm -hmm. And that's what I'm still working on, too. Like I... I move so fast. Like, I'm not like moving like, I have this goal, this goal, this goal, and I forget about my goals, so I'm just bouncing. But like, not to be like cocky, but I've done everything and more before I expected to do it. So now I'm like, I feel like I'm behind in a way. I get that. And like, I don't know, I just feel like, like for instance, like this apartment I just got, I already feel like I'm behind because it's not a house yeah. that I want. Or like, I don't know, it's like I'm hitting goals faster than I, than my, plan originally was well i think it's a really dangerous um it's a dangerous trap because you're going to experience that your whole life mm -hmm. you're you're going to buy the car that you want and then you're going to want a yeah. nicer car you're going to get that house and then you're going to be like wow this house isn't big enough it, it, there's never enough when you're aspirations and your goals are material which is mm -hmm. why i think it's really important to kind of be well-rounded and um happy and satisfied close to god and mm -hmm. and just really all around content because then that stuff kind of takes a back seat and you realize like i can be happy with this yeah. i can be content with this uh, but it's understandable especially being 
as young as we are, it's like, oh, like, yeah, like this house for me is, it's what? it's cool, but it's not what I it's not where I want to retire. Yeah, you know. So, I, what I would say is just make sure that you take the time to enjoy where you're at and and appreciate what you have accomplished because to be able to move into an apartment where you feel peace of mind and where you're happy is your victory. Yeah. Like you're allowed to kind of soak those victories in and I mean of course there's gonna be years down the road where you can build off of that. It, it, it's not a it's not a race and you know there's no rush. The only timeline that we're on is you know that that we set for ourselves. Exactly. You know what I mean? What would be like the ideal like when when is the game over so to speak? Like when, like when, I guess this is like a personal question because everybody would have a different answer. But like when would you be able to be like, I've finally done it? I mean, I think that that answer never comes. I think that to, to wake up one day and, at least for me, for me to wake up one day and realize, oh, like I, I've done everything. I, I, I can't accomplish more. Like that's not possible for me because I'm, I'm so focused on whatever the next goal is that stopping is not in my vocabulary. And why would I? I mean, why would I just sit back and enjoy? I mean, then what, you know? It's, it's actually, it, it, it would make me, I think, really depressed. I would be, I would f have a feeling of extreme complacency and I would feel very very lost I think because I would be like why am I unable to shake this feeling of sadness like I've done everything yeah you know I, and, and I just think that your goals change as your as you you know your position in life kind of changes especially your age I mean as you get older your priorities are 100% different and you know, like when I'm old, I mean, yeah, like I'm going to have accomplished a lot, but it's like, what can I do at this stage? You mm -hmm. know, like I'm 76. How can I benefit this world? How can I benefit myself? I, I don't know the answer because I'm a fraction of that age. You know, right. I, I have a lifetime to figure out still, but, you know, I just never see myself being in a position where I can't do any more yeah there's so in, in a way that feeling of i made it or i did it is inattainable you can't get it but i i don't think that i would want to yeah you know like the fun part about life is getting up and fighting <laughs> it's get it's getting up and, and and pushing towards that i feel like i feel like one day like the ultimate goal for me personally would be like whatever, whatever house, probably a beach in the background. You wake up, it doesn't have to be a large house, but just financially I've built something that generates me money without me having to physically do anything, right? Yeah. That way you have that stability to just travel. But, okay, so I'm in that situation. I wake up, I get to go wherever I want. I have a place to call home. But I don't know, because I'm not in that situation yet, I don't know if that would put me at peace or would I feel like I haven't done something even though I'm in my ideal life. Yeah. Like, I don't know, that's just 
some deep talks tonight. You're not gonna know. You're not gonna know the answer to that yeah. until you get there. I don't think. I don't think that there's any way that you can really pinpoint what you're gonna feel once you reach that, like that goal of living in the house that you want to live in. Yeah. I mean. That's why I say, like, there's more to it. I think that um, being, you know, spiritually whole is a huge, huge part of that. I think that, um, you know, like, and also, like, think about the process. Like, going towards that, that goal, I feel like, you know, I can be happy now because I am, you know, loved by God. I feel like... I can be happy now because I'm fulfilling my purpose, you know? Like what this universe set out for me to do, I'm doing mm -hmm. in some way, shape, or form. Um, so even before I've reached the moment where I'm like, oh, I've made it, I'm still happy along the way. Yeah. And that's important, I think, to really do, you know, because like, I mean, yeah, there's going to be difficult times. There's going to be tough times. And... You know, we all have those difficult moments, but the truth is that the best part of life is the challenge. It's the it's the fight towards your goal. You have to embrace it and you have to love it. And then it just makes it so much more satisfying once you get there. Like I fought through this to get there. It's it's next level. And you know, if you're if you're hating the process and you're hating what you're working towards, what's the point? Yeah. Why are you trying to achieve it? You should be happy that you have a purpose. And if you don't have a purpose, maybe that's why you're unhappy. You know, like, oh, like I'm so unhappy because I don't know what I'm working towards. That would make me unhappy, you know? I think that's where a lot of people mess up too. Like they, they go into their career strictly because they're told to or they, they make decisions based on what their parents want, or they just do things simply because they just don't know. And that's where this whole idea of, like, I just have to work this job so I make enough to live comes from. Yeah. Because they don't, like, like for me, yeah, money money makes me live comfortable, but it's not everything. So yeah. like if I was given the opportunity to, like, here you take this paycheck here or you get here you get paid less but you get to travel i'm going to take the travel route because i'm going to be richer in, in the end of the day by experiencing life rather yeah, than spiritually just taking money yeah because money can only get you so far it can buy me items it can buy me a home it can buy me this 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 and this but if i have to work 10 months out of the year and only get two months to travel why would I get more money to only be able to live two months out of the year? And we were talking about that. I mean, actually, it's going gonna, it's gonna to come to light very, very soon. But, you know, we have been talking a lot about this. And, you know, the reality is, you know, as you get older, that, that possibility becomes smaller and smaller. Because as you get established in your career and as you start to do the things that you are working towards, you just naturally become rooted in what you're doing. Like your job is so good that you can't leave it. Mm -hmm. Otherwise you're an idiot. You know, that happens by the time you're 30, maybe. I mean, I know that my dad, you know, he, he told me that he didn't, he told me that he didn't see a job that he couldn't leave until he was 
32, 33. Yeah. And, you know, what did he do before that? I mean, I'm, that's 10 years away for me. So I think about it now, and it's like now is the time where, you know, I can really, um, you know, kind of explore not only the world, but myself and just kind of kind of figure things out because this is i mean we're growing man this is such a building period in in our lives and you know we're gonna look back on on the say like when our age doubles when i'm i'm 23 when i'm 46 like i'm gonna look back and be like man when i was half this age i knew nothing yeah like i i, I try to be as vulnerable as possible as i can with that because like i truly know very very little about what's ahead of me and that's why like even when things are difficult and when i get these feelings of of sadness or um you know roadblocks in my in my vision i can't help but realize i don't really know what's going on so it's maybe time to take a step back breathe and then move forward again and then just keep pushing because you know, it's it's never as hard or as difficult as sometimes we make it in our heads. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. To your point, yeah, you 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 make this you make this money or or, or you build this career for yourself, and it's hard to travel. So, one hundred percent, I'm always going to choose. Um, you know, making less money but being in new environments and new places because yeah. it. I mean, at least what I've done so far has changed me, like, astronomically. Like, I'm a different human being because of where I've been and what I've done. And, um, you know, I mean, I even feel farther and farther away from, from home every day, you know, being here. And um, this has changed me, being in this city and, you know, I don't see how I could possibly fail yeah. at this point. Like, I've already succeeded because I've already been taught lessons here. You know exactly. what I mean? And then really, and none of that to be said, like, just because you, you choose to do something with that doesn't mean that you're throwing away money. Like, you can still, when the timing comes to you, take full advantage of every opportunity you get, and then whenever you're in your downtime waiting on your next opportunity, still do boss shit. Yeah. You can still work hard, you can still create something, you can still generate income. Whatever you want to do yes. that passes your time doesn't mean just because you you leave a job and you go travel doesn't mean you gotta go home to nothing. Yes. Just go make shit happen. Yeah. And then after that, whenever the next opportunity comes to your door, take full advantage of it. Mm -hmm. And that's how life should be. Lived to the fullest. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like the past couple years, my foot has just been steadily on the gas pedal. And, you know, my life is just on this fast track. And, you know, it's really, really hard to appreciate where I've, where I've brought myself because I'm, I feel like I've done too much. Mm -hmm. it's like this is going too fast. And, you know, I've been just trying recently to slow it down and appreciate what I've you know, what I've accomplished for myself and, you know, really, you know, I, I did it just off the strength, you know, just manifesting it myself. And it's, it's hard to, it's hard to do that. But then I think it's even harder to deal with it. And I was actually telling somebody 
a couple days ago I had a conversation it was with my mom actually and my stepdad and I was just saying I I'm so afraid and you might think that I'm afraid of failing but I'm actually more afraid of being successful because I'm worried that I I I know that I'm going to be successful every day I tell myself that I'm going to be but I worry that one day I'm going to wake up I'm going to be successful and then I'm going to wonder to myself now what yeah or, or at what cost and, and I mean I, I think about that and I just it scares me like I I I, I think that I'm terrified of that right there and it's you know, it's something that I feel like is inevitable. It, it's crazy to say, but like I feel like inevitably I will be successful. Yeah. But I have to figure out how to deal with that success and and how to maneuver that new ground because I'm not there yet. You know. I think it really comes to how you build it, and this is why I'm so so important of being self-made because again, like money and salary doesn't really su define success. Success means that when you wake up, you have to listen to no one and you just get to live your life. Now, if you build it right, money comes. Like you don't, you shouldn't chase the dollar. You should find a way to kind of build a way to where the dollar works for you. And yeah. that's what almost, that's what every successful rich person is going to tell you. They found a way to make money work for them. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you can do whatever, whatever job, and then you can depend on somebody to give you $300,000 a year. But again, if you're working 10 months out of the year, what, you live, you get two months a year and you live 20 more years? <laughs> like, you only get two months out of those years to be yourself, man. Or well, do anything that you really want to do. Yeah, but I think that if you look at it that way, then you're working the wrong job. Yeah. Because your job should be something that you want to show up to and you should be living your life at work too. And that's what I'm saying. Like you have to build it, like do something for you. Like yeah. don't, don't do it just for the money. The money will come as you make the right decisions. I think that that's true. I think that wherever you go, you will attain, you will attain money. Money will find its way to you if you love what you do. Exactly. Or if you're passionate about what you do because nothing will stop you. I, I, that's why, like, I've never been, as much as I would love to be wealthy or financially stable, like, I've always told people, even people have actually criticized me for this, including significant others and uh, my family and all of this, but I always say to them, like, I don't care about money, Yeah. you know? Like, I, I don't want to, I don't put, like, a dollar amount, like, oh, like, once I make, uh, $275,000 a year, I'm going to be happy. No, mm -hmm. I just, I just want to do what I love and yeah. wake up every day and do it. And, and then if I make enough to keep the lights on, then I'm happy, you know? And people look at me like, why? Like, why? Like you wouldn't want to like, and, and they even say like, oh, like for me, like I would want the best for myself. Like I, I, I want the, the nicest things. I want the best scenario. Like, of course I do too, but not at the cost of my own happiness. Yeah. It's not worth it. And I feel like I'm ahead of the curve in that. Like people are gonna realize that down the road, like when they're 30 and they're like, oh, like I made all this money, now what? Mm-hmm, it's true. It's wild. Yep. And that's why I'm so 
so careful with the decisions I'm making now because right now is the most crucial decision-making time. Yeah. Every decision I make every single day until I'm 30, 40, 50 are going to be what I am at 30, 40, 50. Well, I think yes and no. I think partially yes because, you know, this is a building period in our lives and we're kind of setting ourselves up in the future. But I think also there's a lot of room for mistakes, you know, like... I've known people that, that were absolute fuck-ups in college, and now they're out of college and they're, they're working good jobs and they're living their lives. I mean, people grow, and yeah. I would argue that, you know, we have even made some fuck-ups. Mm-hmm. We've messed up, and everyone does. So I think that being young is the time to do that, and people even, people even say, make your mistakes in your 20s because no one will question you. They'll just be like, oh, that person's young. They can make mistakes. So this is actually a time where you should be taking risks. Yeah. You know? Like, you should be trying your best to do things aggressively because you can always fall back on the fact that, oh, I'm, I'm 19 in your case. That's what I would do. And that's what I, I've kind of been doing, you know? It's like all my, all my investments are aggressive my lifestyle as a whole is aggressive. You know, everything that I do and that I say is also aggressive. I think that my whole period of my 20s has been a a wild collage of mistakes that have led me to this point. And I'm better because of them. So I would argue that at this age, we should be making mistakes. Yeah. You know? And, and I don't think that they'll necessarily affect us. Big ones, sure. But I don't think that they'll necessarily affect us, you know, down the road. Yeah. I mean, if you if you make the the right, <laughs> the wrong type of investment, then yeah, you're probably going to be fucked for life. But, yeah. you know, just, I don't know. Don't I'm not telling people to go and, you know, put $100,000 of their, of borrowed money into a Bro, cryptocurrency. That's what they but, were doing. Not even this past year, stocks became so trendy. Mm-hmm. Everybody on social media became a stock investor overnight. This makes you so mad. You hate this and shit. And these kids <laughs> were throwing in their fucking entire college funds into fucking random ass, trendy, random stocks and just investing everything and holding them way too long and just losing it all. Yeah. And it's and then whenever I was posting shit trying to get free stock money, people would ignore it. They wouldn't slide out. They didn't give a fuck. And then because Twitter said it's okay, everybody's fucking taking over the stock market. This is the funniest <laughs> thing ever to me is you, you, every time we get on this topic, you automatically snap to you were the first person to ever invest in a stock. No, no, no. I was the first person to ever invest in a stock in my location. In your friend group? Yeah. That, not, not even, not friend group in general, but just like. Your social group. Yeah. Like those, that, location. that area. I get that. And if they were doing it, they were doing. They weren't publicly doing it. They were doing it like in school for a project, and that that was it. They weren't. They weren't trying to build anything out of it. Well, yeah, I think that is fair. And, and I'm not. I'm not knocking you. Yeah. You definitely were one of the first. But I, I can't help but laugh. I, you know, because I think that this is where you and I are a little bit different. Is I am at kind of a point where, like, I used to feel that way. Like I used to say, like, like I could say very easily oh like i'm the first person from my area who started a podcast yeah i'm the first person who like decided that doing stuff in the media 
and on YouTube was not like for pussies. Yeah. Cause like, trust me, a hundred percent, there were people who were like making fun of me. And I used to DJ, people used to make fun of me for DJing, but I was making two grand a night. And dude, look, bottom line is this, being the first kind of like wore out for me. I was just like, ah, eh, you know, I'm gonna do my thing, I'm gonna let other people do theirs. I, I understand though at the same time, like you feel like you put in all this time, you just know? Just hypocrisy. Uh, you, right, exactly, yeah. it's, it's hypocrite. I, 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 can, I can definitely say that, I understand that. And it is hypocritical, you know? They, they definitely are only doing it because it's cool. <laughs> it's trendy, yeah. And I haven't seen a single uh, fucking, what was trending back then? Um, it, or, fuck, I can't even think right now. Whatever that one stock was that blew up. Um, GameStop. Well, yeah. I haven't seen a single GameStop post in the past two months. Well, yeah, because the, the, the stock got inflated and yep. is now, like, I think drastically down. I would love to see Snapchat take over my phone and tell me what your next gimmick is while Twitter's not helping you. I mean, it's gonna... <laughs> It's, it's gonna funny. happen eventually. Yeah, I know, it, and it's inevitable. It's just funny. No, it is, and you know, I don't know. I think that the bottom line there is, you know, just keep doing, keep doing your shit. I'm gonna be honest. I'm kind. I'm just salty that they all signed up for Robinhood without giving me their free, the free stock. That's what I'm mad about. <laughs> Everybody who posted it would not slide up and sign up using my link. And then I check after it became trendy and all these people signed up. So I could have had all these free stocks. It's true. That's, that's, it really just comes down to me being bitter and salty about that. I'm glad you acknowledge it. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. That's one of the free stocks. No, that's fair. You, you can definitely be bitter about that. That's valid. It's free buy power. Right, exactly. No, it's valid, but you know, you'll get yours. And yeah. you know, in the grand scheme of things, you already are so established in that that if people want to come to you for advice or, or talk about it they will and they already have and that's that is what it is i mean i don't know i i mean we do we do a podcast you know we we talk to how many people per week but not many of them have ever reached out to me i don't take it personal yeah. so you know everyone's doing their own thing i think that's the the real bottom line of it is you know, everybody's doing their own thing. And we, we have good fans, too. We have people who, uh, who listen to us and who love what we're doing. And, you know, I mean, the listeners are the best part about this, hearing feedback. And, like, yeah. you now I was talking to, you know, a guy that I met in the mall, and he was like, dude, like, I'm listening, you know? dude hell yeah like <laughs> thanks for listening and you know like i knew him but barely and it was yeah. like dude like thank you you know like you're he said he fell asleep and like as he would go to sleep like he would watch the whole episode and then like end of the episode he'd be tired ready to go to bed i don't know if that's a good thing or a bad <laughs> thing but you know um it's just cool that yeah he's taking time out of his day to listen to totally, our thughts totally and you know, I don't know. I I felt like, you know, we, we set out for this to be kind of like a mental journal. And, you know, it came, I think, at a time where, you know, I really needed it. I think that having, you know, an outlet to kind of just like have recorded conversations, 
kind of like an avatar when the main character is like recording himself each day. <laughs> it's like, you know, day 100 <laughs> and I'm feeling like this. Yeah. And, you know, I've been doing the same. I've been, you know, doing a lot of journaling and, you know, meditating and, and reading and just kind of trying to understand what's going on in my head. And I'm nowhere near where I need to be, but, you know, there's... You know, I mean, compared to the stock market, there's, you know, it, it, it trends up and then it goes down, but then it trends upward again. And, and I feel like I'm trending upward. I feel like I'm trending positively. And, um, you know, I, I realize also that a lot of, you know, the difficulties, like the, the anger and the rage that I felt at the beginning of summer is starting to go away a little bit. And, um, you know, I always said that I'd be very vulnerable about it and very open about it, but it's like now I've kind of like made peace with, you know, like a bad time and now I'm making moves. It's like, okay, like I'm done. I'm done hating myself for a situation that was out of my control. And now I'm only focused on what is next. Yeah. You know, where do I go from here? And no one is gonna hand that to me. Like I have to pick myself up and I have to go do that. I'm the only person that can do that. So, you know, that's kind of where I feel like I'm at in the, the mental journal and, you know, um, moving on and, and, you know, improving every day. But I think that when it's all said and done, I'm gonna be a completely, completely different man than when we really started doing this podcast. Exactly, bro. And you made a good point. I think a lot of people feel like entitled. Yeah. Like they just feel like like the world owes them. True. But instead, they don't they don't go out and, and do it for themselves. Or I don't know. They just feel very very entitled and, and they just fall to a to a never ending trap. Yeah. I mean, the reality that we have to go out and get what we want in life. Like, I think that you have to kind of fail to realize that. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, oh. Dude, failure teaches the best lessons. Like, without failure, you don't know what you, if you're doing it right or wrong. Yeah. Like, you don't know. Exactly. And failure teaches you exactly. Failure, I would say, molds the way to success. In a sense. It does. There's, I mean, I've failed many times. I mean, you know, anybody who's ever tried something, you know, or stepped out of their comfort zone understands, you know, failure is part of it. It's part of the journey, um, you know, but I think that what separates the people who are dominant in this life and the people who give up is, you know, if you're successful, you failed, but you pushed through it. Yeah. And if not you failed, you didn't do anything afterwards, you quit, and then what? Yeah, and I think most people learn from failure unless you're like the Pittsburgh Steelers, go Browns. Yeah. But most people learn <laughs> yeah. from their failures. No, that's valid, it's valid, it's very true. I mean, you know, I, I, feel, like, I feel like I'm a product of failure. And that yeah. sounds weird to say, but I, I really feel like I have done all this trying and it, some of it resulted in failure. Mm -hmm. And 
I continued afterwards and then, you know, things eventually kind of stuck. And people have seen my failures. Like my failures have been public. Yeah. You know, or at least, you know, within a peer group. And I don't know, like I didn't let it stop me. I always immediately went back to work and continued to fight towards what I was kind of trying to do. And I mean, I'm not saying that I have it all figured out, but I've seen successes. Mm -hmm. I've seen successes and I've seen some high points. And, and that is, you know, kind of like once you get a taste of that high point, that success, then you're like, man, like I need more of that. You know, and it makes you want to work. It makes you want to keep going towards, you know, a certain, a certain goal or, or a certain point in your life that maybe you haven't reached yet. And that is, I think, where I'm at now is, like, I've tasted this success and now I want to kind of multiply it. I want to continue it. And it's not easy. Yeah. It's hard. But um, I think that the more that I focus on it, and the more that I try to achieve it, the, the better off I'm going to be, you know. What a profound episode and, and such a, especially after such a hard week and so many difficulties, man, such a satisfying, a satisfying discussion. And, yeah. you know, um, I don't know. I, I would love to hear what people think about this one. If you've listened to this point, let's do this. If you've listened to this point, uh, tell us what your favorite... Tell us what your favorite type of soda is, and we will shout you out on the story. There's only one wrong answer, and you will be blocked. What is your, what's the wrong answer? They'll find out next week. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, thanks so much, everybody, for listening. Uh, go follow Loosely Attached Pod, uh, Instagram, Twitter, uh, TikTok. Yep. And uh, follow all the socials, man. Get, uh, get it up there. Get it up there. And, uh, man, have a great week. Have a great weekend. You know, this will come out on Friday. Tear it up this week. Get a couple beers. Uh, enjoy yourself and uh, enjoy each other. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. That's what I'm saying is, like, I realized I was worrying about things that I could not possibly control, whether it be today, the future, life, then I just kind of realized one day that, I mean, it was just, that's the beauty of life itself is completely not knowing what's going to happen tomorrow. Because like, if we knew what was happening tomorrow, what will we'll, we'll be the point of seeing tomorrow? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I just snapped out of it and realized, wow, this is what being a human is like.